Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way fam and to our superstar host of Radio Boomers Live, Risa Gray. Risa, are you here? I'm here. I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Right eyed and bushy tailed. Risa's ready to rock and roll. And uh, I don't know. Happy Labor Day to everybody. A day that's uh, to honor and recognize the American labor movement and achievements. And how did that come about so fast, Risa? I mean, again, what happened to our summer? It just like well, vaporized. Well, mm-hmm. I actually looked up the the beginning of Labor Day. And it started in the late 1800s yeah, when they right. start, started honoring labor. And there are two guys that claim they started it. One spelled McGuire with the M-C and one spelled McGuire with M-A. And, and yeah, a little dispute there. It's never, it, yeah, it's never been settled. But definitely the labor movement lives on in 2021 and as usual, we celebrate the holiday. We have no idea why, but the barbecue is always good. <laughs> Keep the barbecue going. And speaking of a movement, uh, remember the Easy Way movement is rocking and rolling here, the network. Remember to text the letter E and the letter Z, E-Z-Way, no spaces, to 55678 to subscribe to everything the Easy Way. And remember, guys, also download the apps on Google Play, and Apple Store, create your own free account on the Easy Way Wall of Fame and wait for approval, and the, you're going to be rocking and rolling there. But, Rafe, I'll tell you, I, you know, we're not going to school anymore, but I still, after all these years, feel like July and August is summertime. It's vacation time. And yet, you know, when you're retired somewhat, it really shouldn't make that much of a difference. But it does. <laughs> Gonna say all years vacation time once you retire. Yeah, and now today's the day people are leaving the uh, campgrounds and everything, going back to uh, start their year. I guess if if things are open. But uh, let's find out with our hot topic time. Hot topic. Ripped from the headline. Today's hot topic. Well, I was very, very sorry to hear over the weekend that weatherman Willard Scott passed away. He was in his 80s. He was the NBC weatherman on the Today Show. I mean, he was like a weatherman for 50 years at NBC. And he he was the man that always announced the 100-year-old people on the Smucker's Jar. And he only within the last couple of years, retired from doing that part of the Today Show. But he was a very charming, witty, fun weather guy. I think he's the one who really started weather people being recognized as being legitimate people, part of the news, but also entertaining. And NBC is noted for their their weathermen. Al Roker is, you know, considered America's weatherman, and he was a 
protege of Willard Scott. So rest in peace, Willard Scott. And um, we already talked about it's Labor Day today. And speaking of the Easy Way Broadcasting Network, I was on with uh, Matt J. Doyle yesterday on the Actors Process. And it was it's a fun show. We previewed a little thing that we're going to be doing. So you should check out the Actors Process on the Easy Way Broadcasting Network also. Jim, what is your hot topic? Well, Ida, Ida's made quite an impact. Uh, it's uh, caused severe damage in the northeast coast, Louisiana, uh, 600,000 customers without power, and it's going to take a while to get this stuff on online again. you got severe flooding, damage to property, heat and humidity they're dealing with. Uh, over 50 had, had died in the uh, in the northeast area. Floods, it, you know, they, they found fire departments with engines that were tilted and, and, you know, up and sideways and everything from the big floods. Cars, you know, and trees. I, I, I don't know if they've ever had flooding like that before, but uh, I, you know, it needs a lot. If if there's an organization you can contact, and uh, if you want to donate, there's a lot of organizations, Red Cross and everything. But uh, and the Cal Fires creates a 12 million. Oh, it, it, it's a California firm. No, I don't know. I got to check this out. Creates a 12 million mile battery. 25 times more effective than, you know, batteries we have today. I'm going to follow up on that. That would be a big game changer. And the uh, cold air fire, which threatened Lake Tahoe, is now under control. Uh, There was worry there, and uh, people are allowed to uh, turn and go back to their homes. And and they talk about insurance and that there's some problems there, too. And, uh, you know, we have... uh, Federal unemployment benefits, guys, uh, unfortunately, we got about a half a million that they're wondering what to do because a lot of that ends today. And the uh, federal eviction moratorium uh, is gone. And what do renters do? You know, eviction. Well, what happened was the landlords uh, went to court on this for the to go against the extension, and the court backed up the uh, the landlords. But a lot of people have fallen behind in their rents. And uh, a lot of landlords know, have fallen behind in their in their exa- payments too. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, they have. They have. And uh, I'll throw a little good news in here. There's uh, land for sale, Reese. If you're interested, uh, they're selling land on the moon and on different planets. They're like fifty dollars on up, but uh, I don't know. That's kind of a long-term investment. Oh, a plumber was singing while working at a music mobile's home. He was just singing it while he's fixing the bathroom. And the guy heard, and now the plumber's got a record deal. <laughs> and we might have a little help with some of our overcrowded airports because they developed this new high-tech, modern, hybrid plane that can just, like a 747, just lands in the water, a lake or an ocean, wherever. So that would that would help the overcrowding, right, Reef, on the airports? I, I don't imagine. want to be dropped off in the middle of the Pacific, though. <laughs> I guess a little boots pull up. But anyway, with that, let's go on a commercial uh, and and see what's going on. Okay, and before we go to the commercial, I want to say I'm not awake this morning. (laughs) So I said the actor's process. It's the artist's process. 
So I'm not okay. responsible for anything I say today because I am not awake yet. It's a baby bonus yes, show, Grace. Matt J. Doyle and the artist process. It's and a fun show, well so check it out. We got Well Perfect coming up, and be patient with us, guys. We're getting there. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Willis, owner and executive producer of BETV. Right now, we're looking for positive content and are opening the door to all the quality elite YouTube channels out there to submit to us their content. Call 877-399-2929 if you'd like to be on BETV. Yes, indeed. Brian Willis with BETV on the Easy Way Network. That's the place to be. And we've got an inspirational, and I call him a motivated individual, Young man coming up. Not a baby boomer here, but that's fine. Will Perfect's going to be on with us. He's a multi-talented individual, singer, an actor, a model, a writer, and a poet. I remember somebody stating years ago about the poet situation. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that. I think it went, he's a poet and didn't know it. His feet show with their Longfellows. Well, anyway, so he just... uh, Wrote and recorded three audiobooks this year, and let's bring him on. Will, perfect. Are you on with us, Will? Good. Okay, we got you, Will. Hi, Will. So welcome to Radio Boomers Live, and uh, Will, this is Retha Gray. Retha, Will, perfect. Well, good tidings, Retha. Good morning. Good, great to be on your show. Yes, indeed. Good to have How are you? Yeah, that was a, that was a great show. I was uh, listening in when you guys were doing the intro, and I appreciate that. Well, sure. And uh, you asked how Retha was. What would you say, Retha? A little misty, a little sleepy? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not <laughs> Good to awake hear your voice yet, too, James. Will. 
Okay. Well, I'm not awake yet, Will, so forgive me for anything that I do or say. Oh, it's well, all good. I I feel like uh, right right now everybody's on vacation. It's uh, Labor Day weekend for that reason, and uh, the the audiobooks that uh, I worked on they're they're very affirmation. Uh, they've got uh, poetry uh, mixed with uh, words that uplift. And I'm oh. slightly dyslexic, so you can basically listen to the book backwards to forward, and all the words are, are very uplifting. And I feel like the world needs a lot more of that in this Absolutely. day and age and wow. these days. Oh, totally. Yeah, we need a lot of those books. That we'll keep keep pumping them out. And in this day and age, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of it, it kind of fits the bill a little bit because you don't have to go out into a big studio with a lot of people doing this. You can do it at home, right? That's absolutely true. In fact, uh, um, when I write the books, a lot of it comes from my own personal experience. Um, but if I hear like someone say like a really good phrase, I'll write the phrase down. And if I get a little bit of a writer's block, I'll go to that uh, jar that I heard all these good phrases and I'll rephrase it a little bit. Say the uh, word was uh, think and grow rich. I would put rewards for thoughts because then it's my own words and still kind of has the same meaning to it. So uh-huh. where, are we at? where are we at with these audio books? I mean, I personally think they're cool. I mean, when you're sitting there, you can just pick up the mic and go ahead and, and you know, share the information you have. Um, there's a little bit of improv. There's a little bit of improv that goes on, um, but the um, the actual process is um, – writing the book and that's what takes the most time um but once once i'm in the studio i read most of what i wrote down and then if there's a little bit of uh, room for improv i i allow that as well you know i i I try to make my books as uplifting as possible and for people to listen to them over and over and over again because you get a new meaning every time you listen to them so I, I noticed, well, did uh, you know that Los Angeles has a, a poet laureate? Oh, yeah? No, I did not. I didn't that? either until my friend Lynn Thompson was appointed <laughs> poet laureate of Los Angeles this year. So okay. poetry well, is making a big revival. I guess they're all well, as it should. One. I just didn't know about it. <laughs> well, so, absolutely. Um uh, and and so James, uh, great to hear your voice. Oh, well, thank you. You know, so the motivation thing, I mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. are thinking, I'd like to start my own business. I would like to get into acting, my life, whatever. What what channeled you in that direction? Uh, because you've got a wide variety. You're a singer, an actor. And I don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard on my uh, – you should take up plumbing, uh, Will. Take up plumbing <laughs> and get some accounts in some big music <laughs> mogul's home and sing right. while you're doing the plumbing. That's well, that sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> well, well, a lot of the um, audiobooks were because um, uh, Napoleon Hill's book "Think and Grow Rich." I mentioned that earlier. Um, got me into a lot of uh, these self-help books. Um, so instead of having a TV, I, I listened to a lot of audiobooks because then I think the, the the pictures that you visualize are better than what's on the screen most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. Eric was. Uh, involved with the Think and Grow Rich uh, original group, the family and everything. And uh, you're, uh, mm-hmm. what, so what, what gave Will, I mean, why isn't Will an engineer or a doctor? What brought you into this 
the fields that you're in, singing, acting, modeling, and so on. Uh, well, it was you're, you're uh, really acting hit- was the mm-hmm. yeah you're really uh, yeah hitting it with the audio mm-hmm. books and so on. But what got you into the singing and acting and motivated? It was uh, acting that uh, James Dean, Marlon Brando, and Monty Clift, uh, some of those really classic actors, and Marilyn Monroe, um, Bridget Bardot, Greta Garbo, um, the classic movie actors, brought me to. Um, uh, California for acting. I did a Nike commercial, did a Honda commercial, uh, worked with uh, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. Um, But a lot of my friends were musicians, so I started to, um, I've always, I think everybody wants to be a rock and roller. Once they see a music video, they're like, that's what I want to do too. Um, But you know, to get into the doors, I would be driving to these auditions and it would be half hour drive, hour drive to these auditions. And then I'd you know, uh, have to deal with the traffic, then find parking, and then you, you go inside of a a waiting room, and you have to wait for a while. And sometimes you'd go in, and they'd say, "What's your name?" They'd, you'd show your profiles back and forth, and then sometimes they would say, "Thank you very much." And I thought to myself, "I've got to get known. They got to know who I am. They got to know I've got to have uh, more to say um, before I walk in the doorway." And so that well, that's what opened up yeah. a lot of the uh, those doors. And I will say that the Easy Way Wall of Fame is an amazing thing. It's such a great connecting place and such high quality people and thoughtful, caring people. It's it's a it's it's a family setting. And speaking of family, I've got um, uh, my mom here who won an uh, award for the Positive Impact Award, and it's the highest award that RCU Credit Union can actually give. And she's. She's a, she's a great person. I'm actually, I'm going to put her on just to say hi real quick. I was just going to say. Hello, and it's hi. just a fabulous day, and this what he has created is so good. And it also ah. has music behind it, which really adds to all of it. And I think we all need more positive input. And I'll let you help talk to him again and have a super day. Yes, well, I just thought, you. well, she has a big smile, and she was, like, listening so intently. I'm like, I want to hand her the phone. And I, I seemed to do that even when I had, uh, in high school, some girlfriends. I was like, they're not sure if they know who I am yet. Maybe I'll put my mom on the phone. They'll like me a little bit better because <laughs> she, oh, yeah, she's such a ray of sunshine. Well, you know, that's she your is. I can just in those few words. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, that was so cool. Uh, if she ever wants to come back on as a guest, we'd love to have her. And uh, okay. as far as opening the so. doors, we want to uh, mm-hmm. promote your Easy Way Wall of Fame profile. Just click Members and search Will to follow his profile. Yes. And congratulations. Uh, Will, perfect. To the, uh, to the wall and everything, Will. It, yep, the Wall of Fame, it's Will Perfect 10. Um, I, I will say I went to the um, Zero to Wealth um show launching the gold carpet and at that event i mean i met so many people that uh, I, I talked to on a daily basis since it happened and uh you know i mean the creativity and the ideas and the energy in the room you can feel those events and i, I would recommend anybody if they they want to it doesn't matter what kind of career they're they're going for because you're going to meet some great people at these events and they're real people and they've got a lot to say and i remember working with uh with you before the event started, Jim, and that was uh, it was a oh. great um, experience as well. And just 
kind and courteous and thoughtful people. Yeah, that is a good group. I, I appreciate that. And I remember and people have come up to me and with a, a puzzled look on their face, and they're looking around mm-hmm. and going like, this is really nice. And these are a variety of Eric's events. And they, they would share that, which is nice. I, mm-hmm. It's just the people that they would tell me, the people that are at Eric's events are really nice people. It, it's just a good aura. That, that's really mm-hmm. cool. But uh, well, and the nice I'm, thing about you know, um, truth, truth. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I just want to uh, say more about the easy way. Like when people call in, sometimes uh, these big companies will give you uh, a maze of different uh, answering machine service. Like uh, you have to wait here, talk to this next person. I will say it's very accessible. Like the people that are part of this group are treated with elite um, uh, thoughtfulness. And, you know, you, you can get right through and talk to Eric. You can talk to uh, James. And, and these uh, radio shows, I mean, they're they're making a difference. You know, this oh. is the, the kind of thing that more people need to be tuned into. Oh, totally. We appreciate that. And, you know, Reef and I talk about this the way we had it in the 50s and mm-hmm. 60s. If you wanted to reach mm-hmm. out and talk to somebody, you needed a dime. It's that simple. Uh, you, you put a dime in the, in the phone and you call somebody. Uh, or yep. like Reefa, Reefa or in the jukebox code, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, so so now times have changed for Will. I mean, and everybody with the shutdowns mm-hmm. of pandemic and that. How, how are you adapting with? You know, you you have your singing. Reefa said that she kind of enjoys. She likes to get out with the people, mm-hmm. but has enjoyed uh, being home, being able to do some of the auditions and so on and so forth. How are you adapting mm-hmm. with this? Uh, if you want to share with your singing or your acting, a lot of it sure, has sure. to be postponed and done at home, right? Well, uh, I heard a phrase one time was called uh, being in the moment is called the precious present. And and it truly is. When, once you're in the moment, you've got the present. And with that present, uh, there's a number uh, many things you can go for a walk, you can write, you can sing, but as long as you're busy and you keep your mind occupied, because I believe firmly that we become what we think about most of the time. Oh, absolutely. We, we believe in that. The way in which you think determines the outcome is one of our quotes. Uh, Perfectly totally. said. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you have, uh, you know, like a lot of irons in the fire here. Anything in particular that, uh, well, you know, like, let's go back a little bit. With all your experience with acting and modeling singing, are, are there any mm-hmm. that come up that are kind of unique people you've, you've worked with, celebrities, or uh, times where you've been in an acting situation that you had to improvise? Give us some interesting tidbits going back. Well, um, a lot of people like to hear about, I was in a Godsmack video. Um, a lot of my, my friends in Wisconsin, where I'm originally from upper Midwest, they really like that kind of music and, um, uh, that particular band. So when I was in one of their music videos, uh, as a basketball player, uh, the people really talked about that. And I worked with, uh, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys, which is kind of the other side of the uh, music genre on that. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, everybody seems to know who Nick is. And um, I met his family. You know, I met Aaron. I met Angel. Uh, we had pizza. We went to Hooters. You know, we, we, you know it, was, it was a very magical time when we worked on that movie because he wrote it. He produced it. He directed it. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a 
great class almost, almost like a 101 of how to do it. You're, you're always learning, right? I mean, you're always picking up something. What's on the table now? What do you, what do you, uh, like, what's something that you would like to do as far as singing or acting or modeling? Uh, what's a, something that's on your list to do? Well, I, I want to give a, a plug to uh, Jason Spann, who's also on the uh, Wall of Fame. Uh, he's going to have a show called Expansion. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a half-hour show, and uh, I'm going to be doing the last uh, five minutes of the show. But uh, he's a very talented uh, – his voice Jason's is very so strong. Cool. Oh, yeah. great he's vocalist, too. Great singer. Yes. Uh, Jason is on point. Um, a good speaker. Oh, true. Very very commanding, very powerful guy. Um, yeah. In the Glover zone, I've talked to um, – uh, Ian and Saskia on there, uh, and they've got a lot of things that are going on. They've got some scripts so that are on release. Oh, super talented and super do the, the graphics. Oh yeah, it, yeah, mind-boggling. Truly, truly amazing. Oh, they are. They're they're magicians, you know, with this, and a lot of us don't understand. Uh, but what they create is like, how how did you do that? You know, you look at. It's like when Eric has some of the shows and you look at the commercials, they're just as much fun. And watching all this technology, it's amazing. But uh, Oh, it's true. And Aretha, do you you want to say something? I want to hear some more of uh, Aretha. (laughs) I feel like I've talked a little bit too much. (laughs) I want to hear some more of her voice. Yeah, let's let's hear her. Well, you're the one that we want to talk to and find out what's going on with you. Um, but we do have a lot in common as far as the acting is concerned, mm-hmm. and the whole acting audition process has been turned on its ear. So now you True. audition from home. So yeah, that that has definitely changed, and um, I'm even thinking about doing a a consulting service through the Easy Way Wall mm-hmm. um, because people service. don't know how to do self tapes. They just they just don't know how to film an audition in their home, and it, it's it's simple. But if you don't know how to do it, it it just doesn't work out well. And I've I've discovered that it's not just the baby boomers that don't know how to use tech, but the young people don't either. So that's my. And you're absolutely right. If someone doesn't know how to do something, it's the first time they do it. They they put this um, visualization in their mind the other way, and they think it's harder than it is. And like the the easy way um, theme is, you guys make things easier because you got people that do it, and they not only do it, they do it well, and they're also the top elite people in the uh, field. And those yeah, of us on so. the wall want to help other people. People say, well, don't yep. you think you're going to be creating competition for yourself? What's mine is mine. If it's not mine, I'm not going to get it anyway. So I might as well help other people get theirs. <laughs> Very true. And I'll tell you what, when you help someone else, how does that person feel about you? Of course they want to help you. And if they're in a position to help, they automatically exactly. are going to be the top of their list. Exactly. And, you know, well, we were talking about that on, on another show. And that's one of mm-hmm. Eric's fortes is he, his thrill is seeing how, who he's working with is getting out there more and the excitement they have and how mm-hmm. they're flourishing. He loves that. But uh, we want to thank well, you and for I coming do think out, Will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's my great. total pleasure. You are okay, well, I wish, people. I wish everybody a tremendous day and uh, 
you know, expand the hearts and the minds and make them both smile. I appreciate you both. Oh, that's so great. Thank you, Well, Will. thank you for coming on. Thank and Will Perfect is on the Easy Way Wall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and All right, thank you thank again. You, thank you, thank you. Thank and with you. That, we're going to uh, go to commercial and then our famous Carmelita's Corner. We are living in a digital age, and we think it's safe to say that all businesses are needing to transition from traditional brick and mortar to broadcast. Everything is really about data collection and building a community. EasyWay Broadcasting has created a social network slash solution provider within the EasyWay network to help its members with this transition. Introducing the EasyWay Wall of Fame, a one-stop shop for business owners and influencers that help them to connect, grow, learn, and scale the easy way. Over the years, we have been building affiliates and partnerships in all genres. That means our platform utilizes all our members and businesses to provide services at a much lower cost, help sell their service, and promote their awareness to more potential customers. Through our new media empire, we have a reach to millions. Become an affiliate. Make money doing it the easy way. Create your free account today by visiting easywaywalloffame.com. Accelerate your influence through direct access to the right influences. We have many TV shows that our members can be interviewed by. We have our own magazine and radio station to promote our Easy Way Wall of Fame members' profiles, which they control. The more friends you get, the bigger your business will grow. Join the Easy Way Wall of Fame community for free today. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. Here we are again. All right, now, we made it another day, and we have a lot to be thankful for, even though there's a lot of challenges out there. Uh, We're in a great country, and we have a lot of blessings here, and one of my blessings today is by the name of Ted Hayes. He is a homeless advocate. Uh, He's also been a civil rights advocate and he's been at it for 36 years he voluntarily became homeless so that he could give first-hand help to the homeless and he's done so much he's got uh, a resolution uh, that he has enacted he's involved the city uh, the presidency uh, and he also himself ran for city mayor himself and in 1985 he began uh, the justiceville for the homeless community and that was the beginning of his journey when that project was demolished he bound back with 
his advocacy and his action. And in 1987, a gentleman named Tom Bologna recorded Ted's rap. How about that? That's something I think we should all hear. And most significant, I, I'm always still impressed with this project, even though it is no longer in existence. He founded the Dome Village in 1993, and it lasted for 13 years. It's just an amazing project made up of geodesic domes, which were near downtown, and these were wonderful dwellings for the low-income or the homeless. And I would like to see that project come back again in a different light with an artistic touch to it. So we're going to talk about all of that. And now let me welcome Ted Hayes. Good morning, Carmelita Pittman. Thank you for... (laughs) All right. Good morning, Carmelita. Thank you for inviting me on your broadcast this morning. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you, and I appreciate you coming on the broadcast, and I most of all appreciate what you're doing. And we do want to see a difference because, my God, I mean, you would think you were in Calcutta and certain places now in the nation that's supposed to be the richest country in the world. And I think it's really obscene. Uh, because we have billionaires here, and you think they they must be turning a blind eye. I mean, uh, we've got Jeff Bezos, who who has time to fly to the moon or wherever, and and uh, he pays very little, if any, taxes at all. And we just want to see uh, any an equality take place because we know that that's part of what's driving what's happening, and also, of course the um, endless development that is going on in the city and across the nation where where uh, affordable housing is being gobbled up and replaced with high-rise, unaffordable condos or what have you, and people just cannot afford to live in these places, and they're losing their places of residence and finding themselves out on the street. Now, what is your remedy to all of that? Thank you for asking. Um, Within my comprehensive strategic national policy and plan to eradicate chronic visible homelessness and its causes, one of the policy statements I make is I believe that if Jeff Bezos and others knew what to do realistically about the so-called homelessness crisis, they would do it. They just don't know. I'm the same way. I will turn my head and look another way if I come across a situation, a person, an incident that I cannot help. And I only have but so much emotional collateral to uh, invest, so I look away. So I don't blame people for looking away. Um, My objective is to get the attention of the people and let them know that there is a comprehensive strategic national policy and plan, and it's located right now as we speak in the city of Los Angeles and the county of Los Angeles and the joint powers organization called LASA, Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority. It is in HUD, L.A., 
HUD Washington, D.C., and it is in the White House, dating back to the George H.W. Bush administration, particularly the Bill Clinton administration and the recent Trump administration that we had a very close relationship uh, towards the end of the presidency. Can you run that bias one more time <laughs> and just speak a little slower? Uh, I'd like to hear that again. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, um, I believe that within my within my policy for strategic, comprehensive national plans, my policy states that pesos, billionaires, and others in this country and throughout the world would act progressively if they knew what to do. My objective is to get this plan to the White House, to this particular presidential administration. I have placed a plan um, in the city of L.A., the county of L.A., the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority, uh, the HUD L.A., Housing Urban Development, HUD Washington, D.C., and the White House dating back to H.W. George H.W. Bush, right up through the recent administration of Donald Trump, even the Clinton administration, where we did make some significant impact there as well. Okay, that sounds very good, very progressive. And what uh, kind of reception have you received so far from that? The reception that I have received from that uh, locally and nationally is one that, Ted Hayes, we, we, we think you make perfect sense. You know, you have a great track record. You really committed your life to this by your stay with the homeless, and no one's ever really done that before. However, you don't have a following. You don't have an army. You don't have a body politic that you are responsible to. And, you know, at first when the White House told me that, when, um, when, when Trump's White House told me that uh, back in September or so, of 2019, I was a little bit affronted by that. It, it was a bit offensive. And the same with Eric Garcetti, whom I know, the mayor of Los Angeles. I, I know his dad. His dad, in fact, um, when he was the DA of L.A. County, worked with me and Jim Pond and Bill Lockyer, who was attorney general, and Leroy Baca and other top law enforcement officials on this plan. Um, Eric as well, you know, we, we, we met with Eric and we talked. He also basically said to me that until I can demonstrate a following of people, they're not going to take me serious. And I do not blame them because the Constitution says that we, we, not Ted Hayes, not the president, not the mayor, not elected officials, but we, the people. And what, I, what I'm talking about, folks, is not just help the homeless with a shelf of a nation's attitude subsequently the world. So I don't blame them for saying to me, we hear you, but we don't trust you. Well, they know your platform, and I don't know any reason why they would not trust you. You've demonstrated your sincerity and your passion and your commitment to end homelessness. And I know that it can be done. I've I've seen it done in other parts of the world. Now, I mentioned to you when we had a conversation the other day that Finland does not have a homeless pro- problem. And, um, and and they do have a homogeneous uh, population, so that may have something to do with it. But they don't have a homeless problem. And well, they- if they can do it, I... I, I 
can't see why we can't do it. Because the issue is not here in America. I can't speak for Finland, the homogeneous, very small, tiny population, but I can speak for America, which has a population of immigrants, willing immigrants, mainly from Europe, white Caucasians, and a population of um, black folks from Africa who do not want to be here. We're brought here as slaves. And that is the population that comprises most of the homeless. For example, uh, black folks, black citizens in America, we are only 11 to 12 percent of the general population, yet we are over 60 percent, over 60 percent of the homeless population. Here in Los Angeles, city and county respectively, uh, we are 8 and 9 percent of the general population of each. However, we are over, black citizens are over 40 percent of the homeless population, and on the so-called notorious Skid Row in downtown L.A., 90% are black men, followed by black women and a spattering of a mixture of multi-ethnic or racial people. Um, so our situation is far more complex than nowhere anybody else in the world for that matter. And the issue, my folks, ladies and gentlemen, is not homelessness or the homeless people. You cannot fix homelessness. You cannot help the homeless. We are looking at it backwardly. Homelessness is the subconsequence of the stresses of a, of a, of a um, money-driven, stress-filled, mainstream society. The cost of rental in this nation, particularly here in L.A., is out of sight and it's going up. The cost of living is way out of control, and now with the increase of inflation, making it totally impossible, overpopulation, even if you could afford the massive, um, um, the, the money for the massive amounts of affordable housing, where in decent neighborhoods, so-called, are you going to build this stuff? Not only that, but when you talk about, well, we're going to help the homeless, we're going to rehabilitate them. Well, I ask you, where are you going to rehabilitate them to? We're going to rehabilitate them from drugs and alcohol and mental illness. But where, where in the society are you going to rehabilitate them to? You're going to rehabilitate them right back into the same drug-infested, alcohol-induced, mentally stressed society that drove them into the streets in the first place. You know, I'll give an analogy, folks. Hello? Yeah. Okay. I'll give, I'll give an analogy, folks of a burning mansion, big, beautiful burning mansion. It's on fire. There's people running out of the mansion, coughing from the smoke and knocking flames off their clothes. And the fire department trucks, they pull up, and the fire personnel, they jump off the truck, and they tell the people fleeing from the burning house, no, 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 you go back inside. And the people inside are yelling from the windows, hey, you guys, get in here and suffer with us. Who is mentally ill? You see, the homeless don't drive the street drug industry. That's people who live in housing and have jobs, good-paying jobs. It's a multi-billion-dollar street drug industry. The homeless don't drive the pharma, the big pharma drug industry, the psychotropic drug industry. They do not. They do not drive the psychotherapy industry. So who is really mentally ill in America? The homeless don't drive the drug, the alcohol industry. Who is drinking all of that multi-billions of dollars of alcohol? And who is driving the rehabilitation industry from drugs and alcohol? It is not the homeless. The homeless, yes, they do drugs and their alcohol and they have their issues. Theirs is out front so everybody can see. But when people who live in housing have drug and alcohol issues, they can do it privately, behind walls, and you don't see it. And what I'm concerned about, folks, 
is that those of us who dwell in the mainstream society house on fire, we are, 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 are gaslighting homeless people and making them the issue. They are not the issue. They are actually, if you look at it closely in my strategic national plan, you will find the homeless people will be the salvation of this nation when we get this plan in operation. Think about that. That's something, isn't it? Well, the sources run deep of the problem, of the issue, I should say. Um, you know, especially the drug issues. And unfortunately, the people who uh, live in high places or expensive places are, are the recipients or the patrons of that. And, uh, you know, that's not often acknowledged or discussed. And then people, people become scapegoats, you know, and uh, it all gets blamed on one group. Exactly. And, and it's my objective, folks. If you can help me, you can go to, you, you can find me at tedhayes.us, tedhayes.us, tedhayes.us. You can't forget that. Number two, okay. I, have, I have a podcast every Sunday morning on a network called Urban Smart Network. It's, it's owned and operated by some young, smart black men and women. UrbanSmartNetwork.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Coast time, 1 o'clock p.m. West Coast time. And I talk about, we talk about a, a, a variety of, of, of subjects that affect not just um, 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 the homeless, but we talk about what creates these problems, so-called problems that we see. And, you know, I, I don't like uh, criticizing everybody what for what's wrong with the government. I'm, my, my, my objective is get we the people to begin to organize ourselves with some real clear objectives and go to our government servants, we pay their salaries, and we tell them what we want them to do with the power that we have given them. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm working on now. And I really would appreciate all, appreciate all of you folks is to, to help me out with that. And Carmelita, I'm going to have you on the broadcast as soon as possible. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, well, we, you know, certainly have a lot to discuss and, you know, a lot of things to solve. And, uh, you know, my path has always been a spiritual one and because uh, I believe in the the higher power. And right. uh, and that is, is who is ultimately in control. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And, that, and that's... And that's who sent me. You know, for those of you who believe in the scriptures of, of the Bible, the Hebrew Holy Scriptures, uh, Yeshua, one of the things he said was he said, whoever leaves father and mother, husband and wife, uh, children and lands for my sake will receive a hundredfold in this world and the world to come. And that was one of the motivating messages that God gave me to go and live with the homeless as Jesus Christ lived with the homeless. Foxes have holes, birds have nests. The son of man has nowhere to lay his head. He says, when you go out, preach the gospel, he says, go into the highways and the byways and the alleys and the lanes of the streets. He's talking to homeless people. He said, when you saw me homeless, you took me in. He said, basically, he said, when you've done it to the least or haven't done it to the least, of one of these, my brethren, you have or have not done it to me. So that is my driving motivation. Believe me, if it was not for that faith, I would have given up. 36 years ago when I first started because what I came across when I hit those streets on Skid Row 
scared the living daylights out of me. I had never been so frightened in all my life. And the Lord gave me the strength by his spirit to carry on. Here I'm almost, I'm 70 uh, mature years, and, and I've been at this now almost a full decade. I know all the players downtown. They know me, Mark Ridley, Thomas, uh, the sheriff, the police chief. They all know who I am, and, and um, they are very concerned that someday you and people across America are going to hear my voice and you're going to resonate with my voice and God will move upon you and we will resolve these issues, not just homelessness, but the causes of homelessness, which lies not in the streets, but in the mainstream of our very society. Well, on that note, Ted, I'm going to have to say adieu. I want to thank you. I wish we could have more time. Uh, You are such a wise, sage individual, and you are living the life of Christ. That's exactly where he would be right now, is downtown. I tell you what, my sister, if he showed up in any of these churches, they would throw him right out, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well... There are some some churches that are not practicing what they preach, unfortunately. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, the main thing is to treat thy neighbor as you would have them treat you. And if everybody just did that, we wouldn't have any wars and we wouldn't have the problems that we have. So I'm just yes. going to say goodbye on that note and thank you for yes. coming on and being a wonderful guest. I hope you'd have me back someday. Absolutely. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right, it's tech time. I hope Ted hasn't gotten off the line. I don't usually comment on Carmelita's guests that are always wonderful, but Ted is a great friend of mine, and we were down on Skid Row at the same time from two different ends. I was working in one of the multi-million dollar missions that they had built to defeat homelessness, and Ted was building Dome City, and we were at opposite ends of what we thought the homeless situation was and how it could be solved, and I think we've come to the same conclusion. It's not the homeless people that are the problem. It is our society. That's and right. Ted, uh, <laughs> hello, Ted. You would hey, be proud of me. I'm taking I'm taking a class in constitu in the Constitution. Now you talking? He didn't mention that, but he's a constitutional scholar. Uh, you know, Rita, I, I know it's still in the air. I'm, I'm glad I'm still on with. I know because I wanted to tell Carmelita to tell you hello because you're a wonderful, wonderful sister. I've known you for years. But yeah, my sister, one of the things I'm pushing out here. I'm, I'm working in Venice Beach and maybe come down and visit sometime. But I'm pushing the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and most of, and that's what's wrong with our country. Most Americans do not understand the power of their citizenship individually or collectively because they don't study the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, our first documents of a nation. That's the problem. And you told me that for years, and finally I'm seriously studying it, and it is awesome. People need to really study Constitution because we're not not doing what it says at all. (laughs) 
You know, you know, Rita, they say, folks, you know, uh, if, you, if you take your time, it's only seven, it's only seven, seven uh, articles, 27 amendments. But if you read the Constitution, you'll find nowhere does it order the president, the vice president, any mayor or elected official or any appointed bureaucrat to more perfect the union, establish justice, and ensure domestic tranquility. It says, we the people in order. We're we the, the people. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to see a, a, a crisis of problem, analyze it together as a body politic, come up with a solution, take it to our servants whom we pay to do our will and say, look, this is what the problem is. This is how we, we want you to solve it, and this, is, and this is the budget we want you to have, and here's the timeline. And if you don't do it, by citizen's power, we will put you in jail. We ain't going to wait to vote you out of office. We're going to arrest you. <laughs> and that's what makes our country different from every other country in the world. And we're not taking advantage of it. Good talking to you, Ted. We're going to have to get together. I haven't seen you in a while. Please come down to Venice Beach. I got this big, I'll send you some pictures. I got this big display out there called Master Black Lives and a big American flag upside down. I'm warning the nation. Oh, wake up. PC, (laughs) tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. The engineers telling me I should do my tech time, <laughs> but at any rate, my tech time, I forgot what it, oh, I was going to talk about, you, we're still losing stuff as baby boomers, we put down our phone, we can't find it, we put down our tablets, our remotes, even our glasses, we can't find it. They've got a product out called Tile, you attach it to your belongings, and you can call it literally from your phone. This morning, I couldn't find my remote. There was a time I would have spent 20, 30 minutes looking for the remote. I just got my phone, called my remote. It made a little signal. I could hear it, and I went and found my remote. So if you're still losing your stuff like I still am in the house, check out Tile. Okay, I've used up my time. Jim, what's your gym for today? Okay, baby okay, boomers, baby it's boomers. time it's for Jim from Jim. I love it. I love what he's doing. And uh, Eric was a big supporter of the uh, the homeless. He worked uh, and he helped host and promote the E.J. Jackson turkey drive. And if you remember that, Rick, there was lines for blocks and blocks with 18-wheeler trucks handing out the, the big dinners and everything. So. Uh, yeah, we we want to support that. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, we talked about having your own business, and sometimes entrenchment is where you fill out applications. It's easier just to get into a business. You have your benefits and everything. But sometimes people want to take that step and uh, start their own. So I, I go through the Internet, and I find things. I found one. It's the ACCION Opportunity Fund aofund.org, and I found an article they had, I want to give them credit, for the top 10 reasons to start your own business. So, you know, I'm going to share that with you. Running your own business offers many perks, and here are 10 reasons to start your own. So uh, deciding to start your own business is a leap of it requires pushing out of your comfort zone, which I mentioned, and trying something new. If that excites you, well, there's a few uh, tips here. 
Number one is each day at the office will be motivating. When you're working for someone else, it can be tough to find motivation to do the best possible work. No matter how much you work, you put into it, uh, no matter how much work you put in, the owners of the company will get the ultimate rewards. That's why in many cases, a lot of the employees are pulling up in the old cars and you'll see two or three spots, the owners have the expensive cars. Well, You'll be following your passions. Many entrepreneurs start their own business to follow their dreams and fulfill their passion. Following your dreams will fulfill you in a way that working for someone else may not do. You can pursue social justice or support nonprofits. One of the most fulfilling parts of becoming entrepreneurs is setting up your company for social gain. You can achieve financial independence. Many people Commit to starting a business with the dream of financial comfort. Uh, you can control your lifestyle and your schedule. That's a fun part. It's a good part. Perhaps you've spent years in the corporate world and you feel ready to turn over a new leaf after years of reporting to a superior. Starting your own business gets you more hours. Some people say being an entrepreneur, having your own business, is like you're working 90 hours so you don't have to work 40. <laughs> But anyway, 90 hours of fun, right? You're building your own. You can start from scratch. This is a business. It's your business. You make the rules. You're not restricted by the standards and procedures of your boss or corporate culture. You will get tax benefits. Starting your own business takes funding, and it may take some time to turn a profit, sometimes years. But you can start taking advantage of these substantial tax breaks, breaks right off the bat. You'll have a true job security. The stress of climbing up the corporate ladder is real. You never know whether you'll be promoted or whether you may be handed a pink slip. That part you don't have to worry about because you're the boss. You'll become an expert at a broad range of skills. Part of running your own business is learning to wear a lot of different hats. Like I know Eric wears about 20, especially early on. You'll have to pick a few new skills from HR design uh, decisions to inventory management, customer service, etc. You can be creative, fun part. It's up to you to decide what business you will produce, sell, or what services will you be offering. Rather than following the formula of those who came before you, you're looking at a chance to develop a concept or an idea that nobody else has ever had. So there's a couple ideas for you as far as running your own business. It's a lot of hard work, but it's also good for your brain if you can take the time to eliminate the stress because you're creating and you're developing and it's just uh, not waiting for that looking up at the clock, waiting for the five o'clock hour. You're happy to stay longer because you're, you're building. And with that brief, I uh, I think we're about out of time here. 11 o'clock hour is coming up. And uh, we want to thank everybody for coming on the show. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of show where we want to share a lot of information, help people reach their goals, uh, give them a variety of ideas, whether it's health, business, whatever. We have a wide genre. And we have our, uh, you know, we also have our archive shows. So that's something you want to look into because there's so much stuff going on there. So remember, guys, to text 
text the letter E and Z, E Z Way, no spaces, to five five six seven eight and subscribe to everything the easy way. Also remember to download our apps on Google Play and the Apple Store and create your own free account on the Easy Way Wall of Fame. And you wait for approval and you go from there. And it is a just an amazing way in this technological world to get out and mix and mingle and uh, especially when you're starting your own business and you want to promote that. It's a extra fast pace way to bypass a lot of the slow ways of doing things. Do it the easy way. And with that, we're going to be And if you come up with a new widget, if you come up with a new widget or a better way to build a mouse, this is the perfect climate to be the next million or billionaire. That's right. Oh, totally. Yeah. And there's a lot of them uh, being created out there. Uh, You know, there's so many opportunities now. And it's also like that, Reese, we got to talk about that someday as far as investing and stocks and so on, because there's some stocks out there that if you jump on it, do your homework, boy, I mean, it's zero to 60 in a flash. Um, If you had invested in, in Google on day one, think of it. You know? Yeah. Wow. If we had that crystal ball. Well, with that, guys, we're going to be signing out till next week. Uh, Monday morning, Reese and I will be here with the uh, Radio Boomers Live updates on everything, the news, the tech, interesting guests. So, Reese, any closing words? Happy Labor Day, everybody. Be safe uh, out on those roads. And what do you got, Reese? Have a, have a wonderful, wonderful Labor Day. Enjoy that barbecue. And remember, those who labor... People think sometimes that I'm just being snobbish, but there are things I can't do. There are labor things that I cannot do, and I have the utmost respect for the machinists and carpenters and day laborers and people that do hard work because I just don't have the talent or the skill. So when you think today over that barbecue, think about those people that do the hard work for you. That's right. And uh, if you're at your workplace, no matter if you're a plumber, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it is, uh, if, you know, belt out a few a few tunes when you're at work and see see what kind of results you get. You might be <laughs> get fired. Dis- get uh, discovered. You might be discovered, yeah. <laughs> Till then, next Friday morning, guys, Radio Boomers Live. Keep moving, keep the faith, next and we're Monday, signing out. Next, next Monday morning, Jim. You're Monday still morning. asleep, too. We're on Monday mornings, 10 a.m. See you next week. We're we're out of here. Introducing EasyWay Family App, your new virtual vision 2020. Be seen, be available, be everywhere. Available on Apple Store and Google Play. Track our content, stay connected, create your account to gain instant access. Go mobile or go home. Finally, something to look forward to on Monday morning. I'm Retha Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and I've teamed up with Easy's dad, Jim Zuli, to rock your world on Baby Boomers Live. That's right, every Monday morning at 10 a.m., we will be discussing all things human from a Baby Boomers perspective. So, tune in to EasyWayBroadcasting.com on BlogTalkRadio.com to see what Jim and I are up to. Your Mondays will never be the same. 
thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Aretha Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>